we come together today to worship our Lord and Saviour. As we come together, let us pray. Lord God, we come to you. You have called us to worship, and so we come. You have chosen us to be your people, to be your friends, and invited us to extend that friendship to your people throughout the world. We come to praise you for all you have taught us of Jesus. And we ask, may we live as Jesus lived, serve as Jesus served, love as Jesus loved. To the glory of your name we pray. Amen. As we continue in worship, we sing our first hymn. Jesus is King and I will extol him. So let us extol him as we sing. Jesus is King.
we join together in our prayer of thanksgiving. Let us pray. God of all families and of all nations, we give you thanks that even when we are separated from friends and family, we are still held together by love. Love that makes us one. Love that is a uniting force. Help us, Lord, to cherish that gift and to celebrate the even greater gift that is the love you have for each one of us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We continue in prayer as we offer our prayer of adoration. From the depths of our beings, we adore you, loving God. We rejoice in your message. We marvel at your words. We are astounded at your deeds and we are inspired by your spirit and feel overwhelmed by who you are. We rejoice that you speak to us in ways we understand and in times when we need to know you are with us. We rejoice that you know us all individually and speak our language. In this moment, we cannot help but adore and praise your holy name and rejoice in your love for us. Amen. We have offered our prayers of thanksgiving and adoration. And now we come to our Lord to offer our prayer of confession. Let us pray. Your love for us, God, is enduring and steadfast. Yet our love for you so often falters, stumbles and stammers along. We confess that we don't always take our responsibilities for each other seriously. We don't always show the friendship that we ought to show. Or think about what you would have us to do. Forgive us, we pray. And strengthen our resolve to be more loving, caring and steadfast within our own lives. Amen. And we thank you, Lord, that we live under your promise. That when we ask for forgiveness from our hearts, we are truly forgiven. Amen. The Old Testament reading is Psalm 98. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvellous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made his salvation known and revealed his righteousness to the nations. He has remembered his love and his faithfulness to Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. Burst into jubilant song with music. Make music to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and the sound of singing, with trumpets and with the blast of the ram's horn. Shout for joy before the Lord the King. Let the sea resound and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. Let the rivers clap their hands, let the mountains sing together for joy. Let them sing before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples with equity. 
This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We have just heard Steve reading a psalm of David, a psalm where David's joy and love in the Lord is shown clearly. So let us come together to sing of our own joy and love in the Lord. You shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. Let us sing. The Gospel reading is from John's Gospel, chapter 15 and verses 9 to 17, reading from the New International Version. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I've told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants 
because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends, for everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. This is my command, love one another. This is the Gospel of Christ, praise to Christ our Saviour. Love one another as I have loved you, a commandment from Jesus to us all. Some people, however, will find it hard to understand or know how to show love because they may not themselves have received much love in their lives. And I admit I am finding this service very hard to put together at the moment. You may have noticed I'm wearing different clothes from the rest of the service. And that is because it has taken me a while to put this together. It's not only a while, it's been a few days to work on this. And it may seem a very simple service, but for me, it's going to be a very difficult one. I have asked myself why I have been struggling. And I believe my struggle comes out of love. And when I think back to my formative years, I have feelings of rejection, of being in the way, of being a burden, but not of being loved. The only physical form of love I remember receiving from my mother is after I had been smacked when she had given me a cuddle. These cuddles did not make me feel better in any way. Emotionally, my mum was quite distant to me. Now, I do not intend or mean to put my mum down. She did her best to raise her family. Her life was difficult, especially during my younger years. And I thank her for raising me to be the person that I now am. She kept me and my siblings fed and clothed while having little in the way of support. There was no government support at the time for single parents and the only thing my father left her with was three young children under the age of four. But some things I do remember at the time that make me feel that I was cared for came from the people around about. I know that the greengrocer would often put a little more food into my mum's bag after she had paid for what she wanted. Some neighbours would keep their eyes out for us and look after us. And our next door neighbour, a lovely lady who had a pear tree, each year in autumn would make toffee pears and give us a bag full. They were small things to some, but big things to me. There were things that showed people did care for me. Now, I have recently lost my mum through COVID and I still find it difficult to grieve. Possibly due to be not being shown 
love in an open or affectionate way. Yet something in me tells me that my mum did love me in her own way and that it was due to life circumstances that she found it hard to show. I may not have received much in the way of emotional love as a child, but that has not stopped me being able to show love in a variety of ways to others. I feel you do not need to have received love to be able to show love to others, for love comes out of an open heart. In life, it is not what you start with it that is important. It is what you give on your journey through life that makes a difference. Yes, love is a basic need for us all to experience. And yes, we do need it to grow up and to thrive in. But we can give it openly and fully. The Bible talks a lot about love, the love of God for people and the love of people for God. King David is someone who wrote a psalm out of response of his love for God. Psalm 8, the psalm we read. David was blessed by God and celebrated the love he held in his heart for God through word, poetry, music and song. Now David was not perfect. He made the odd and sometimes very big mistake in his life. Yet remaining true to God, he found that within their relationship, forgiveness was given. As was God's love and forgiveness for the people around them. Psalm 8, David says, The Lord has made his salvation known and revealed his righteousness to the nations. He has remembered his love and his faithfulness to Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. And he ends the psalm by saying, He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples with equity. God has sent Jesus to us to guide us and show us the way. I love God and I feel he is very much part of my life in and through the working of his spirit. Yet I too have struggles in my relationship with God. One part of the service that I often, though unintentionally, missed out is the Lord's Prayer. And that has been pointed out to me various times throughout the years. I could never work out why I had missed out the Lord's Prayer. I only knew it seemed less important to me than it did to others. One day, whilst talking to my then tutor, Veronica, I mentioned this and she asked me what my relationship to my own father was. Now, I have had two dads over the years, one my natural dad who left when I was two and the other my stepdad. My stepdad, like my mum, seemed unable to show a natural warm love and that relationship was kept at a distance. Though like my mother, I feel he does in some way care for me. 
During this conversation with Veronica, it dawned on me that I struggle to see God as father because of my viewpoint of what a father is through my relationships with my own fathers. So the Lord's Prayer, which is a prayer to a father, is difficult in my mind. I admit I still see, fail to see God as father, but I do see him as someone whom I love and who I know loves me. The Bible is full of references and commands for us to love not only God but our neighbours. And the one of the main commands is found in Matthew 22 verse 37. Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it, love your neighbour as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commands. And there are many other verses like this. And I will name some now. And the, one of the first I found is from Leviticus verse 19. Sorry, Leviticus chapter 19 verse 18. Do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against anyone among your people. But love your neighbour as yourself. I am the Lord. In, a new, in the New Testament, Mark 12, verse 33, to love him with all your heart, with all your understanding and with all your strength, and to love your neighbour as yourself is more important than all the burnt offerings and sacrifices. Mark is stressing just how important it is to people. Luke 10, verse 27. He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbour as yourself. That is the same as Matthew 22. And I think all the gospel writers have that passage somewhere in the Romans 13 verse 9. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet. And whatever other command there may be are summed up in this one command. Love your neighbour as yourself. In other words, if you love your neighbour, you will not do these other things. Galatians 5 verse 14. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbour as yourself. And James 2 verse 8. If you really keep the royal law found in the scripture, love your neighbour as yourself, you are doing right. James describes it as the royal law. In other words, it is a law that is above all others. It's a sacred law. And when we do love our neighbour as ourselves, we are doing what is right in the sight of God. These commandments are not just about loving God. They are about showing God's love to our neighbour. And who is our neighbour? God lets us know that everyone in the world is our neighbour. The Gospel writers explain their relationship with Jesus and with what he taught them. John writes that Jesus said in John 15, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, 
just as I have kept my father's commands and remain in his love. And my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. Jesus laid down his life for us and calls us friend. It is up to us how we react to such love. But the important thing we are tasked with is to show God's love to our neighbour in whatever way we can. Recently on the news there has been a story of a young man called Ferlijimir Olyubunimi Adewoli. Now I apologise, I probably haven't said that right. But he is called Jimmy to his friends, so I will call him Jimmy for now. Jimmy and his friend Bernard Kosaya were on a London bridge late one evening when they saw a lady fall into the River Thames. We do not know what Jimmy thought, but he and another man decided to jump in and try to rescue the lady. The other man succeeded, but Jimmy sadly lost his life trying. His family and friends say he was someone who would do what he could to help others. I am not sure that people could say this of me, though I hope I do my best. What would people say of you? The good news is we are not all put in a situation where we have to sacrifice everything to help others. But we are all tasked with helping people where we can and in whatever way we can. Giving to or helping with the food bank, with fuss and fups, which is to do with school uniforms, with giving donations to charity, with speaking to someone who is isolated, with offering care or support where needed, by being a listening ear, by forgiving someone, and there are many other ways in which we can show love to our neighbours, to show the love that Jesus has shown us. We are all able to do something. Love one another as I have loved you. Let us continually reflect the love of God as we try to help meet the needs of those around us. Now and into the future. Amen. This service is about love your neighbour as yourself. In my job I'm alongside many people and one lady I was alongside would constantly ask for the same hymn during every single service we took. It was a hymn she loved but it was a hymn she knew I didn't have Yet still she would ask. Eventually, I managed to find this hymn and put it on my phone. And during one of her last services, I played it for her. And she loved it. The hymn is an old hymn. It's a Sunday school hymn for her. Because that's what links it to her, is Sunday school. And it is called Who Would True Valour See? It is about being a pilgrim of God, a follower of Christ. So let us come together and share in this same lady's love of God.
through this music. Who would true valour see? Who would true valour see? Let him come hither. One here will constant be, come wind, come weather. There's no discouragement shall make him once relent his first avowed intent to be a pilgrim who so beset him round with dismal stories do but themselves confound his strength the more is no lion can him fright he'll with a giant fight he will have a right to be a pilgrim hobgoblin nor foul fiend can daunt his spirit he We come to God with our prayers for others, with situations both near and far from us. And as you listen to the prayer, as you pray the prayer, please offer those prayers for people and places that are on your hearts to the Lord. Let us pray. Almighty God, we pray for the needs of the people and situations that are around us. The people and situations that play on our minds and stretch demands on us. That frighten and confuse us. That bewilder and perplex us. We pray for people we don't understand or comprehend for those who make us ashamed because of their words and their deeds. We pray for those who carry the burden of illness and injury. We pray for those who carry the scars of prejudice and injustice. We pray for those who feel unloved, uncared for, unwanted, unknown. We pray for those who are abused, neglected or cast aside. We pray for those who see no way to change their future. Who see no hope. Who share no love. Who know no joy. We pray for those empty with grief and bereft without their soulmates. Almighty God, may the love in you that we know touch your people to act, to care and to help. 
through your spirit, reach out to all these for whom we have prayed. Be with them, bless them and strengthen them. Amen. So let us join in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. Our service is coming to an end and we come to our final hymn. Ye Servants of God. It is a hymn of Charles Wesley. And this week, as we go about our own business, let us publish abroad the wonderful name of our Lord as we show his love to the people we meet. Let us sing, Ye Servant of God.
we do indeed have a God we can adore and whose infinite love we can show to the people we meet. So as we go and face this coming week, I pray, go and be empowered by the commandment to love, encouraged in your ability to love, be blessed in your receiving of love. Go in love, go in joy, go in hope and go in peace. Go bearing the fruits of knowing your God. Go knowing that you are loved and embraced by our loving God. In and through Jesus' name we pray. Go in peace and love. Amen.